I'm a guy of advancing age, late 50s, so I'm starting to sound like my father. Occasionally, I even find myself suggesting a fondness for the past by populating sentences with phrases like, in the good old days. But when it comes to customer service experiences, I find myself uncertain as to which is better, the service of a decade or two ago or the experiences of today. So I'd like you to weigh in from your vantage point. Sure, there was a time when I could walk into the local hardware store and experience a scene captured in a song by a friend of mine, David Wilcox, titled East Asheville Hardware. I'd be served by a person I recognized, have them call me by my name, sense genuine concern from them regarding the importance of meeting my needs, experience their extensive knowledge for the products they sold, thank me for my business, and let me know they looked forward to my next visit. But if I had to go back to those times... I'd have to also give up my ability to place my order at a store by using my voice-activated personal assistant device, in my case, Alexa, pick up the item by only showing my driver's license, and be able to complain about any service breakdowns across my social media platforms or business review sites, such that the company would attempt to resolve my problem in a way that averts reputational damage across my network, one of the unexpected gifts of social media. In the not-so-distant past, I wrote an article that was picked up by a number of media outlets titled The Power of Old School Service, Four Reasons Your Business Should Bring It Back. In that article, I focused on four reasons for re-enlivening the good old days of human-powered service experiences. Namely, one, customers crave a connection to simpler times. Two, customers find comfort in the familiar. Three, old-school service fits with a burgeoning artisanal movement happening now. And four, your service style helps you stand out from the pack. In many ways, the case I made in that article hinged on a key premise. There's never going to be a time when people say, I don't really care if you hurt me. I don't really care if you appreciate me. I really don't care if I belong. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I just want to buy your stuff. And I think because of that, we have to anchor ourselves to the timeless truth of humanity even as we customize the delivery in line with cultural trends. Now, fortunately, in the article, I didn't end with a nostalgic rant about how the world would be better if we could only experience service like that provided by Floyd Lawson at Floyd's Barbershop on The Andy Griffith Show. For all of you too young to catch that reference, look up The Andy Griffith Show on Wikipedia or YouTube. In fact, I actually suggested that successful organizations are the ones that figure out how to integrate technology, but still truly connect to the customer face-to-face -face or on the phone. They instill that in their training, and team members learn to make sure customers know that they matter, that they're always heard and appreciated. In fact, like many things, the choice between high-touch and high-tech customer experience is not binary. The key for greatness today is to study your customer, study their journey with you, Make their journey easier where possible with technology and train your team to deliver warm, genuine, and caring experiences when customers choose to interact with people. So in the end, customer experience is both better and worse than the good old days, but through customer-centric design and customer experience skills training, it can be differentiating and extraordinary to all of your customers.